It's the year 20 squared. An unknown virus threatens our very way of life. As it spreads across the globe, it leaves turmoil and economic destruction in its wake. The world governments begin closing borders and quarantining its citizens. Anyone without a job that is deemed essential must stay at home to prevent further spread of the virus. But for some people, the signal never stops. And there are still video games to be played. Lit Gaming Arena presents Terminal News. Welcome to Terminal News, the number one video game news podcast that nobody listens to. I'm joined today, as always, my co-host Marcus. What up? And uh, yeah, we're going to bring you all the news, and we got a lot of news. We got some big news, we got small news, we got video game news. But you know what? First, I want to mention something. Um, by the time this comes out, it's going to be close to the end, but we are giving away a $50 Steam gift code with a, a partnership through gilded.gg that's right we are officially switching to gilded.gg so you can join us on gilded and hang out with us on gilded fuck discord <laughs> those assholes didn't discord do shit right for us huh? no, that's that's no one that no one said they nope we're not using discord <laughs> um no, but our, yeah, our community is moving to gilded.gg, and uh, part of that is that we, we are doing a little giveaway, and they are part of that giveaway, and the way you enter that giveaway is the best way, or the easiest way, is just going to at Lake Gaming Arena on Twitter, twitter.com slash Lake Gaming Arena. Our pinned tweet is contains a link, a link, it contains a link to gleam.io where you can enter into this giveaway and uh there there are various there there are various ways to get entries um the most important one though is that you have to join our gilded server if you don't join our gilded server we can't contact you to give you your code if you win so you got to do that and then there's a whole bunch of other shit you can do like retweeting tweet like there, it, it, it's all it's easy. You just click buttons and it retweets stuff and go to our Facebook and our Instagram, all that fun stuff. Subscribing to the podcast is also a giveaway. So or is also a an entry to the giveaway. So it'll take you to Apple and you can subscribe to the podcast and uh, that will be an entry. But Justin, so, what yeah, if go, I hate Apple? Well, then you can subscribe to us elsewhere, Marcus. Well, just click that fucking that. link. <laughs> <laughs> uh, uh, no, I just, yeah, I included the Apple link for it because you could only use like the one. It was like you had to pick one link as the subscribe to the podcast thing. And I chose Apple because um, if you're on an Apple device, obviously you're going to be going to the Apple podcast app. 
And if you're on Android and you click that link, like most Android apps will recognize it's an Apple podcast link and actually redirect you to that same podcast on whatever app you're using. So um, it just seemed easier that way. I don't know if Apple works the opposite way, where if you post a link to Google podcasts, they're probably like, "Ew, what's that? I'm not going to cl- I'm not that's not going to work. Nothing. Don't click on that link. That's a virus. I don't that's how i feel like apple would go if 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 you're clicking on a google podcast link on apple that's probably what happens i don't know i don't have apple products i have a cinema display sitting here but it doesn't work because i don't have a power cable but that's about it (laughs) um i've been meaning to get one of those but they're expensive but i want to buy one just because i don't know if this screen works i need to find someone with a cable so i can plug it in and see if it works if it doesn't i'm throwing it away piece of garbage sitting here not giving me any displays oh anyway yeah so follow us on facebook and instagram and twitter do all that fun stuff go to our website lga.gg and uh definitely enter that giveaway that's going up through august 22nd is the last day to enter that giveaway so it's a little ways out as at the time of this recording, but by the time this episode goes up, it's going to be closer. You'll probably have like a week to get it, get entered into that. There's already like over 500 entries. So you, you, there's going to, this, the competition is fierce. Get your entries in. You got to do all the stuff to get the maximum amount of entries in for yourself. Because I think in total, I think it's like you can get, I want to say you can get around between, it's between 15 and like 20 total entries you can get for yourself on the giveaway through gleam.io. They're the ones that handle the actual like drawing portion of the, anyway, it's a cool platform. I'm sure if, if any of you out there, you're probably, you've probably seen contests ran through gleam.io before. It's pretty neat. It's nifty. It's gained us a bunch of Twitter followers, which is awesome. So that's that's cool, too. So uh, thanks to all the new people following us. And if that has led you to listen to the show, that's even better. So thank you. And with all that being said, it's time to get into our top news of the week. And, uh, you know, let's just start, let's start with this. Let's let's just jump right on in. So um, Nintendo is made of fucking money. It's. <laughs> I mean, that's uh, what can you say? What what else can you say? Like Nintendo equals money. Was it like four hundred percent profits? Over four hundred percent profits? That's Jesus. <laughs> that's good. You could say the pandemic's been good. That's for- what. I was, yeah, I was going to say. I'm like, COVID's been good business for Nintendo. I mean, what with the Switch being sold out like worldwide constantly since the pandemic broke out do, do you have the animal crossing numbers they're crazy um i had a article hold on hold on hold on <clears throat> oh no i had the console numbers not the animal crossing numbers oh i numbers. got the numbers right here well give me the give me the numbers what are the numbers marcus i got the numbers right here yeah so i guess i'll give the, the console numbers they like they're over 60 million units Puts them on par with the the Nintendo. Was it the Nintendo or the Super Nintendo? Hold on. NES. NES. Okay, that's what I thought. Yeah. So yeah, it puts them on par with the NES total console sales. Yeah, they're with within a couple hundred thousand. Yeah. Well, I mean, that'll get that'll be like what three weeks. Yeah, I'm like, it's gonna, it's inevitably gonna pass it. Yeah. But sixty one million they they per, they surpassed. 
This is the top 10 best-selling Switch games. You, you know I always like these numbers. Can you guess what's number one? Uh, it's it's Super Smash Brothers. Nope, it's still your boy, Mario Kart 8 Deluxe. <laughs> I was thinking that. I was like, there's no way it's still Mario Kart 8 Deluxe. Jesus. Yeah, it's, it's still number one. 26.74 million. Oh my God. Units. That's, that's crazy. That's that's it's the best. No. It's the best Mario. It's it's the best Mario Kart remaster in existence. Now to act like clickbait here, number two will shock you. <laughs> Animal Crossing. It is Animal Crossing. Yeah. It, isn't that insane? It sold that's, 22.4 yeah. million oh units. God. And so Mario Kart 8's been out for like what years it, now? It's, and it, it came out. Didn't it come out within the, the switch? Uh, not. Or no, we, it was it was within that first year, though. OK. And to think. Animal Crossing. Is like right on its tail and it's it's only been a few months. That game's dude, not even done yet. It's still getting big updates within a year. It's going to pass that Mario Kart. That It's just crazy. And I can't I believe. bet actually before before Christmas, it's going to pass Mario Kart. And, and number three is Smash Brothers, like which I mean, <laughs> I think that's a yeah. good place for it, to be honest. But at, at uh, 19.99 million. So and it's like in its lifetime, it's going to get higher than that. But yeah, it, yeah, it's just some of these <clears throat> numbers are insane. Breath of the Wild is at 18.6. Uh, Pokemon Sword and Shield. Now that's this is both those games together, but it's at uh, eighteen point two. Um, Super Mario Odyssey eighteen point oh six. Uh, Pokemon Let's Go Pikachu and Let's Go Eevee at twelve point two. Super Mario Party is at ten point nine four. Splatoon two is at ten point seven one, and New Super Mario Bros U Deluxe is at seven point four four. And I mean, there. Look at that jump, though, with Pokemon Let's Go at twelve to yeah. Super Mario Odyssey at eighteen. <laughs> like, what a huge jump! Oh my god! Yeah, I liked your. You sent me a meme that was just yeah. If you didn't watch uh, Nintendo's um, uh, press release or, or their earnings report, it's just the, the money printer goes burr. Yeah, it. <laughs> Which I was like, that's my joke. I made that joke. Like every time, every time, like Nintendo announces something, that's my joke. It's they announced a new money printer. That's every time they they come out with something, it's just another. They're just installing a new money printer at Nintendo HQ. I mean, it, the I I know for third party developers, that's always been these numbers are always kind of alarming to them because the attach rate for first party stuff is crazy. Like, yeah. It, I don't think Microsoft or Sony even come close to that kind of attach rate. <laughs> I really, I know that's why, that's why I think Sony and Microsoft, you always see them fighting over third party stuff a lot more. Whereas Nintendo is like, I mean, yeah, well, we'll let 30 party stuff on here, but we know where our money's at. <laughs> like they're, uh, cause usually on like Sony and Microsoft to end, it's like big news when a lot of those games cross like the 10 million mark. Yeah. And I mean, look at all these are Nintendo, like all the top 10 highest grossing games on that platform are Nintendo published. Oh yeah. First party. 
and they're you know all, all quite a few of them getting close to 20 million which is just crazy but i mean that's the, the reason you buy a nintendo platform is for those nintendo exclusives like you 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 wouldn't get it for third party stuff and i mean currently yeah. they're the switch is sitting pretty with its like first party stuff and a great way to play indie games uh on the like on the go or just in handheld mode yeah <clears throat> yeah they're uh let's see i don't know what the numbers here are exactly oh is that billion billion so their net sales for their physical quarter their first physical quarter for um last year was uh, for this this period april to june was 172.1 billion yen i believe is that what that is and then for this year it's 358.1 billion yen God is damn. there net, that's the net sales operating profit was last year 27.4 billion yen this year, one hundred and forty-four point seven billion. <laughs> yeah, like that is they—they they got some crazy. Oh, we got some region stuff here too. So, um, thirteen percent, thirteen point two percent of their regional sales came from other. Twenty-three point seven percent came from Japan. Twenty-four point nine percent came from Europe, and thirty-eight point one percent came from the Americas. So I'm assuming that's both North and South America. I would assume so, but I mean, it's predominantly going to be North America. Yeah, for it's sure. North South America, you know, Canada and all that. That's great. So last year for quarter one, two point one three million units sold uh, for hardware. I mean, that's and that's between both systems i guess i mean actually uh switch light wasn't even out at this time or at that time um but for this year 5.68 million units um 3.05 were nintendo switch and 2.62 were switch light i mean just just having the switch light alone like doubled that <laughs> doubled that because the not only did regular switch sales increase but now there's just like double that because people are buying the same amount of switch lights on top of what they were already buying for the switch. And I mean, <laughs> not to mention a lot of people are doubling, double dipping. Yeah. Yeah. Like getting a switch and a switch light software, 22.62 million units last year and 50.43 million units this year. So that's 123% increase. There's just, that's, that's, those are just staggering. That's mind blowing numbers for sales out of Nintendo like that have have you ever I don't think we've ever seen anything like this like <laughs> like well, the, I mean, the bubble the, is the bubble going to pop no i don't think so what, what's, <laughs> there's what's no bubble the, anymore what is the total unit sales for the switch like 60 64 is it 60 it was, 61? Um, 61 million yeah 61 million which is yep. like i mean we're approaching year 4 but that's just crazy like i mean to think that we're not counting handhelds, of course, but like home console, we is their best selling console and we're, they're getting close to those numbers already it is crazy. They're fastly approaching, like being, well, they're basically already the number two best selling home console for Nintendo 
Yeah. And then they're just rapidly approaching number one. (laughs) Yeah. And, and to, um, and to compare them to, um, Sony, the PlayStation two sold 157 million units across 13 years. So they've done a little under half of that in four years. It's just crazy. <laughs> Which, Which obviously the sales slowed down for the PlayStation 2 over time, I'm sure. But I I, I got to wonder, like, if they're are they going to pass the PlayStation 2? Well, speaking of that, do you, Sony also published their numbers. Do you have those? Oh, did they? Yeah, they're Miss- pretty crazy, too, at least mostly in their overall uh sold units for the ps4 is i think the ps4 may pass the ps2 in lifetime that wouldn't surprise me let me see here let's see there we go let's see the sony sony earnings (laughs) sony earnings win boss battle with coronavirus well so did i mean so did nintendo (laughs) ah wall street journal you and your paywall i'm not a member all right so playstation 4 um, and how long has this you has how long has the PlayStation PlayStation Four been out now? Oh God, it's got to be six. I think what's six seven. years? It's somewhere in there, six or seven. Just for release. Pretty sure it's six, approaching seven. Uh, November fifteenth, two thousand thirteen. So yeah, we're coming up on seven seven years. Um, yeah. So they uh they put out their numbers and uh. PlayStation 4 sales surpassed 112 million million units, which is also a staggering number. <laughs> um, but I feel like their numbers aren't quite as growing quite as fast as the Switch. No, and I mean the Switch is a newer thing, and the That's Switch true. being the Switch kind of created a new new market and is more of a handheld. And Nintendo's yeah. handhelds when it comes to Game Boy DS and 3DS they dominate. Have, yeah, like sold crazy high numbers. So mm-hmm. and as I've mentioned before, I think the Switch is while it is hybrid, it I think they're gonna eventually transition it to like even if they put out a completely new home console, I think the Switch will just basically be the handheld and they'll still yeah. make Switch games. So Yeah, for sure. But that, yeah, like the in May during their last uh, report the PlayStation 4 was at 110 million dollars. So I mean, two million units since then added on, or not? Yeah, yeah, two million units since then added, added on to that total. But yeah, that's yes. Yeah, so I think you're right. I think that the PlayStation 4 will pr- surpass the PlayStation 2 lifetime numbers because even as the PlayStation 5 comes out, people are still going to be playing the place buying the PlayStation 4 because it's going to be cheaper. Um, and they'll be able to get the the cheaper console, but I I really I really have to wonder like will Nintendo reign supreme in the end? It that one's a tough question. I mean, it, it's really between the two of them uh, when it comes to that. As much as also you gotta remember that the Wii U is technically Nintendo's console that was competing with the PS4 and yep. Xbox. So technically, the technically the switch, switch should will be competing be more, with the PlayStation Five and Xbox Series X. Yeah, technically, but it that's kind of a confusing matter. Um, I would just consider I would in in my opinion I would consider the Wii U to be like the the like the Wii upgrade were like were the the <clears throat> the Xbox Series X or the Xbox One X 
is to just the Xbox One, whereas the Wii U is to the Wii. Even though they're new, it's a new console. I would consider that to be like a kind of an upgrade, upgraded system to the Wii, and then I the mean, Switch would be. I will let them. I'll let them add the Wii numbers, the Wii U numbers to whatever generation they want. They're not large <laughs> enough to impact. There are, I think, 13 Anything. million. Yeah, it's, yeah, not the smallest generation, but it's not even, it's not a considerable amount, that's for sure. Um, they also said that 74% of their sales during this quarter were digital. Yeah, and that was the number I really wanted you to read. It's crazy. Yeah. <laughs> 74%. Um, yeah, it's 45 million people are subscribed to PlayStation Plus. Speaking of which, I got to get on that and download the fucking Fall Guys, because that looks like a lot hey, of fun. Hey, I just downloaded <laughs> that today, before I got on here. <laughs> yeah, I might I gotta have to do like a stream of that or something. That looks like a lot of fun to play. But yeah, that's I have to wonder, like, where's the Xbox in on this with the digital numbers between and that's going to be hard to compare because do you include the Xbox Game Pass numbers in that? I believe they're separate. The Game Pass numbers are completely separate, just like the PlayStation Now ones are. Okay. Yeah, I was just thinking, because it's like, there's there's so many people that are subscribed to Game Pass, and then, like, how many of the people are actually buying the game <laughs> digitally when they just can get Game Pass? Yeah, that's that's some crazy... Those are, That's a lot of money. Um, People are spending a lot of money on video games. <clears throat> And the craziest part about those Sony numbers is that 74% is all my purchases. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. Yeah, it's all Marcus. <laughs> <laughs> well, speaking, we mentioned we mentioned money. We mentioned Microsoft. So we gotta we gotta do this. I don't think we talked about this. And if we did, it like happened. Did did we did we talk about Halo being free to play last week? I can't remember. I don't remember if the news came out. I th- I feel like it came out right after we recorded. I don't like think the- we talked about it. I mean, we. I feel if we talked about it, it was all in uh, speculation. So that's the yeah. Is like, everything blurs together for you? But yeah. So Halo Infinite is gonna have free to play multiplayer, which is like yeah. We called this back in December two thousand eighteen. <laughs> we were right this whole time. Which is, but, I mean, that's a long shot. Not to say, like, I know some some places are like, oh, it was obvious this was going to happen. I keep hearing people say that. And it's like, in twenty, was it obvious in 2018? Like, yeah. it's it's more obvious now with Call of Duty, like Warzone yeah, and everything. Yeah, for but sure. it was less obvious in 2018. <laughs> yeah. Well, who was making that pl- Who was making that call when we knew nothing about it? Like, be- before they even showed... A trailer about like a real ass trailer about Halo Infinite. We were out there saying that Halo Infinite was going to have free to play multiplayer. (laughs) We didn't know shit about the game. We knew (laughs) nothing about the game. We didn't know what the game was. It wasn't even Halo. (laughs) But yeah, that just goes to show if you listen to our podcast, you're going to know the future. I think that was in the third episode that we did a lot of speculation around Halo. Yeah, because that was and the first episode we did where it was just us, where yeah. it was just me and you. And then we sat here and we talked about Halo for like, <laughs> like way, 40 way minutes. too fucking long. 
considering how little information there was at, about Halo at that time, because there hadn't even been any sort of Halo trailer. Like the only thing we had about Halo Infinite was they showed the Master Chief's helmet at that time. That was it. That's all they showed. They showed like the Halo in the distance. They showed like the energy shot from the towers going into the air. And then it just showed like it panned up to like Master Chief holding his helmet. And that was it. That's all we got. That's all we knew about Halo at the time. <laughs> but I mean, it's a, it's a long play. That's for sure to, 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 to make the claim that Halo infinite would have infinitely yeah, just, free multiplayer. <laughs> I've, I've listened to people like other podcasts where they've been like, ah, oh, you know, this was obvious. And I'm like, was it though? Like, yeah, it's, it's obvious now it's like, obvious. Yeah, I'm a like, month hindsight's ago. 2020. Of course, of course, <laughs> you know, like, and you know why it's obvious? It's because you might may have listened to the Gaming Arena podcast back in 2018, <laughs> and you, we planted the seed in your head. <laughs> I I got to go back and clip that that part of that episode. And I got to listen to that so I can be like, look at what you said back in 2018. Y'all suck. <laughs> I, I mean, get on honestly, our level. Like like I'm not tooting my own horn too too hard here, but but you're pretty good in, at getting the, those calls right. In 2018, nobody was talking about that. Nobody, like, I mean, nobody really gave two flying shits about Halo at that point, but yeah, no one was, like, speculating on uh, multiplayers being chopped from games and released as, like, a multiplayer component and the single-player component and having the multiplayer yeah. free. Like, because, once yeah. again, Call of Duty hadn't done that yet. Yeah, Call of Duty <laughs> didn't even, yeah. But... You know that's 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 the way we do it here. I'm just well, I'm just excited to see your master plan for a Nintendo rolling out. That's that's what I want to see. <laughs> <laughs> You're the architect of Nintendo. They just don't know it yet. I get. I, I mean, I have some good theories. Oh <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah. Um, I'm trying to. I don't know if we got many more details about this halo thing um but i don't think we do it just basically say people saying that the multiplayer is going to be free and microsoft said yep it's gonna be free um they're saying that the multiplayer it's possible the multiplayer won't have a beta prior to release which i mean i guess that's fine i i don't know that I, seems kind of <laughs> not good I, I mean, for for a second for, there, I was like they should stress test the servers, but they kind of they they're Microsoft servers. They're one of the biggest server farms in existence. Like that's yeah, true. Yeah, they got that. What what's that called? That called Microsoft X Cloud? No, that's the Azure streaming Azure Microsoft Azure platform. Yeah, um, I guess we'll see. That's the first time for the series that there won't be a multiplayer beta. Um, if there isn't one, I don't know. Like they're saying it's based, based because of COVID-19 that there might not be one, but I don't know. I partially, I, um, I really liked Halo reaches multiplayer, but I burnt myself on it during the beta. <laughs> it's the problem. So like I played the shit out of the beta, like every single day and then Halo Reach came out and I played the campaign and then I didn't touch the multiplayer again because <laughs> I was like, yeah, I had a lot of fun during the beta, I guess, <laughs> <laughs> which 
the same thing happened because I and I had been I played Halo One on the Xbox, and then when it came out for PC, um, I they put out like the demo, and I liked playing. I played a, I played multiplayer on like the regular Halo PC, but before I got that, I just played the demo a lot because they had multiplayer for the demo and there was a modding community specifically for the de- the demo version of Halo PC in addition to like the regular ass Halo PC so people were like making mods for the demo game <laughs> which was weird um but it almost felt more pure because like there was just like the one mode that you could play for the the demo multiplayer and it was just like it, it was just like 4v4 or whatever 8v8 i can't remember how like how big the numbers were able to get on halo pc um but i think it, it could have gone it was like a 8v8 on blood gulch with all the vehicles <laughs> so like it had like banshees it had the tank they had the scorpion tank it had warthogs it had the goss warthog which was wasn't even in halo one it was only on halo p it, it didn't it, it, the only way it was on Halo One PC, but not on regular Halo One on the Xbox. And uh, I played the shit. I played the shit out of the multiplayer on that. But then, like once I got the actual game, I like I modded it, but I hardly ever actually played online unless I was like playing with a couple friends. <laughs> it was weird. It was weird. I'm I'm weird like that. I guess I would just play weird shit. Oh. But yeah, so let's let's move on to more news. Um, so the PlayStation 4 controllers, uh, won't exactly work for the PlayStation 5. Um, you'll be able to play PlayStation 4 games with the PlayStation 4 on the PlayStation 5, but they won't work for PlayStation 5 games. And I don't hate that, to be honest. It, cause that they, there is a lot of weirdness with this because they want, like, basically the developers to develop games for the PS5 with the dual sense in mind and not That's be true, yeah. hung up on the DualShock 4. Yeah. Um cuz the dual sense does have a bit of different features. Yeah. But this this is where the weirdness comes in. Uh like arcade sticks yeah. and like other peripheral to like third party type stuff will work with the PS5 games. Yeah. And that's kind of weird but I mean granted yeah, those are like a niche. It, those are niche games that no won't necessarily take advantage of the dual sense. I, mean, I think. Yeah, and I'm like a, a fight game. A fighting game is a lot of people are fight stick diehard. So yeah, that you're if you want to appease those people, which there's a lot of fighting games on PlayStation. That's like the you main. You let them use their choice. fight sticks. You, yeah. You, don't piss them off. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, which I mean, there already is a lot of, I guess, good faith for uh, Sony and PlayStation when it comes to fighting games, because that's kind of the preferred platform for fighting games in general. Um, but yeah, so like lessons, racing wheels, arcade sticks, fight sticks. Um, the PlayStation 4 camera will work for the PlayStation 5 virtual reality games. Um, you'll need an adapter for that. Um, that they don't have any details about that yet. The move control controllers will still work. <laughs> yeah. And I mean, that's because the VR headsets like backwards compatible, but they're yeah. clearly gearing towards building a new one. Yeah. Um, but yeah, they'll, they'll work for backwards compatible games. The regular controllers will, but the PlayStation five games will require the dual sense controller. 
Um, but yeah, they, they explain Sony believes the PlayStation 5 games should take full advantage of all the new consoles advanced technology, including the DualSense 5, which, yeah, I, I can't I can't fault them for that. I mean, it's very different philosophies between Microsoft and Sony this generation um, where Microsoft is like, yeah, just plug in. If if you just plug in a Wii uh, or a Wii mode, if you want, I don't know. <laughs> just just play our games, please. <laughs> just play our games. We don't, we don't care how. <laughs> they've, been, they've been beaten down really bad this generation, so they're like, yeah. just please subscribe to Game Pass, please. Have you seen those weird USB adapters that allow you to like play different console controllers on different consoles? Yeah, they're kind of weird. I thought about getting one of those just so I can use my Xbox controller on the PlayStation. <laughs> I guess. I, know, I mean, I guess there, there so would have to be to some latency, switching. though. Yeah. Yeah. yeah I, I don't mind the PlayStation. It's just I get I I spend so much time on the Xbox controller that like it's always the thumbsticks that screw me up with the placement of those. Um, Moving on here. Uh, we have a, a little bit more details from the Giga Leak. From of Nintendo, um, evidently Super Mario sixty four took six hundred and twenty two days to de- to develop. Dang. So that's two years, just under two years to make that game. Yeah, which I mean, like obviously that's pretty normal now, but yeah. back then that's quite a bit of time. Yeah. Um, and then additional revision took place over fifty another fifteen days, so it spanned from. Let's see. The development started on September seventh, nineteen ninety four, and lasted until May uh, May twentieth, nineteen ninety six. One month before the game's June twenty third release date in Japan. That's a long ass time <laughs> for a Nintendo sixty four game. Um, let's see. Nintendo added a, surpri- a surprise new stage to Super Smash Brothers Ultimate. Have you played this new stage yet, or have you just kind of... I'm waiting <laughs> till they release a character I care about. <laughs> well, just wait till the next one. <laughs> um, That's what I'm waiting on. <laughs> waiting for the announcement. So this is the 8.1.0 update. They added a new stage called Small Battlefield. Um, so basically, it's like a remake of a stage from Super Smash Brothers Melee. <clears throat> so small battle. So okay. So let's see. Uh, it's the, like big battlefield, but smaller. Yeah, that's what I was gonna say. Because they in on on the Wii U, they they made big battlefield, but with six smaller floating platforms rather than three, and can hold eight player or eight fighters. But small battlefield is is like big battlefield but it's just two platforms <laughs> for those who want something more complicated than final destination but less hectic that less hectic than battlefield or big battlefield this stage is a happy medium small battlefield was always like my map of choice when it came to balanced gameplay yeah because it's just a it's just simple it's not like some crazy shit all the time i just feel Final Destination is too, it's too little because there's no platforms and some characters can utilize platforms in their like moves. Yeah, where they um, can like punch through a platform like either yeah, just, from below or above. Yeah, it just adds some technique to it where like, I'm not saying Final Destination isn't balanced, but it's just kind of boring. 
Um, let's see. Outside of the game, Small Battlefield also spawned a mini trend on social media. Small Battlefield. S-M-O-L. <laughs> oh, gotta love the internet. Good, because Big Battlefield sucks. <laughs> Fuck it's Big Battlefield. It's too big. It's too big. Um, Apple says Xbox and Stadia streaming apps break the App Store's rules. So... Google CD app can't stream games on iOS, and yesterday Microsoft said its new xCloud streaming service wouldn't be coming to Apple devices either. Turns out there's a pretty concrete reason for both of those emissions. Apple won't let them. Like, what? What? So Why is it? Okay. It's... Uh, Mark... <laughs> so... So, let's see. What do they say? Apple says, The App Store was created to be a safe and trusted place for customers to discover and download apps and a great business opportunity for all developers. Before they go onto our store, all apps are reviewed against the same set of guidelines that are intended to protect customers and provide a fair and level playing field to developers. Our customers enjoy great, enjoy great apps and games from millions of developers. Millions of developers and gaming services can absolutely launch on the App Store as long as they follow the same set of guidelines applicable to all developers, including submitting games individually for review and appearing in charts and search Apple added. So essentially, it sounds like it's since it's a single app that has multiple games, they won't allow it because each app has to be its own game, evidently. Um, oh, that sounds stupid. Yes. Um... Microsoft said yesterday in direct relations to their decision to halt testing on iOS that the company hoped to one day stream xCloud on all devices. Um, and this pretty hard no from Apple. And then it looks like today. Let's see. Yep. Today, Microsoft <laughs> came out with a more strongly worded statement. Uh, let's see. Microsoft about Apple's App Store policies. Our testing period for the project xCloud preview for app preview app for iOS has expired. Unfortunately, we do not have a path to bring our vision of cloud gaming with Xbox Game Pass Ultimate to gamers on iOS via at the Apple App Store. Apple stands alone as the only general purpose platform to deny consumers from cloud gaming and game subscription services like Xbox Game Pass. And it consistently treats gaming apps differently, applying more lenient rules to non-gaming apps even when they include interactive content. All games available in the Xbox Game Pass catalog are rated for content by independent industry ratings bodies such as ESRB and regional equivalents. We are committed to finding a path to bring cloud gaming with Xbox Game Pass Ultimate to the iOS platform. We believe that the consumer should be at the heart of the gaming experience and all ga and gamers tell us they want to play, connect, and share anywhere, no matter where they are. We agree. And obviously they just it Game Pass and XCloud run in opposition to their Apple Play or whatever the yeah. hell it is. So that's really at the core of that. Yep. They're just like, oh, no, we don't want your we we don't want to <laughs> what, what did Microsoft say that other platforms don't want to have a full fledged Xbox um, experience. Yeah. <laughs> Which I mean, obviously, Apple is up there with that, even though like they weren't probably weren't specifically saying Apple in that, but that was probably more geared towards Nintendo. <laughs> um, but yeah, that's 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 the that's that's shitty for Apple users. But at the same time, I 
don't get to enjoy the Apple stuff, like anything that's exclusive to that platform, I can't ever like I don't have any Apple products. So like I'll never be able to get that service to play any of that stuff that is exclusive to their platform. So it kind of goes both ways, but not really because Apple isn't trying to bring their experience anywhere else. <laughs> Whereas Microsoft is like they, they said, play anywhere. But that's why I don't have an iPhone. So fuck them. <laughs> um, but with that, I think we're going to take a quick break and then we'll be back with more news. What's up, nerds? This is Rich, the host of the Three Fat Nerds podcast. I would like to invite you to check out our podcast available anywhere you get podcasts just by searching Three Fat Nerds. We are two shows on one channel. Late every Monday night, we release the flagship Three Fat Nerds podcast where we discuss all things pop culture and nerdum. We talk about movies, shows, games, comics, and more. Then late every Thursday night, we release 3FNW, our pro wrestling podcast, where we give our thoughts and takes on the wrestling business. So listen to our podcast wherever you get your podcast. Like us on Facebook, 3 Fat Nerds Podcast. Follow us on Twitter and Instagram, at 3 Fat Nerds Pod. And most importantly, enjoy our musings. With that being said, there's only one thing left to say. Later, nerds! Alright, welcome back to the podcast. Um, first things up, Sega apologizes after producer uses slang to mock puzzle game esports pros. So on a recent Sega live stream, Yakuza executive director and producer interview Toshihiro Naga Nagoshi talked about the company's iconic puzzle game Puyo Puyo. During the discussion, he said that Puyo Puyo esports players were serious looking kids. He then hemmed and hawed chuckling and said that these pros seemed like line break. Hold on. A bunch of cucks. <laughs> oh, God. It's, uh, seemed like they eat beef bowls with, with cheese. What? Well, that's even weirder than what I said. <laughs> uh, so beef bowls or gyudon is rice covered with beef. The most famous beef bowl chain is Yoshinoya. This is not expensive food. It's fast, cheap, and delicious. With cheese, it's very, very good. So, so what? Right? Well... By saying that Puyo Puyo pros seem like they eat beef bowls with cheese, Nagoshi is making class commentary that they don't seem like they have much money and eat inexpensive fast food, or more bitingly, that Puyo Puyo players simply were not cool. <laughs> Imagine being like, like if if that's if that's a thing that's uh, not okay to say, then man, we're fucked over here in America. <laughs> like, <laughs> you're a bunch of beef bowls. With cheese. <laughs> uh, so, as IT Media points out this year, the term Chizu Gyudon Gao, or Cheese Beef Bowl Face, has been cir- circulating online. <laughs> you know what you are, Marcus? You're Cheese Beef Bowl Face. <laughs> it's really weird, Justin. It's really fucking weird to say. <laughs> it's... Uh, apparently it's very uncool and you have to apologize when you say that <laughs> I and I expect a deep bow so okay this goes this goes even further shortened to chigyu or cheese beef this slang term as lately Japanese explains is used to refer to people who live in rural areas look very young wear glasses and don't have much ambition 
All right. So I'm I obviously I'm cheese beef. I don't look young, though, but so I you guess I don't fit that criteria. Beef. Can you can you spice it up with other ones? <laughs> uh, I, I mean, we're I mean, I'm rural. No, uh, it's a negative term to deride people who might not be considered cool. By using this term, it could be understood that he's mocking these players. Considering how Nagoshi is an executive at Sega, it's not a good idea for him to make fun of e- the esports pros who play Puyo Puyo. Thus, because of his content as IT media ads, Sega issued a, issued apologizing for the unpleasant comment and actually edited out that the comment or edited out that comment from the YouTube version of the live stream. I mean, I guess you don't want to be a guy working for the company and making fun of the people playing your own game. You need to shut your cheesy beef bull face. <laughs> I've been making lately. I've been making the title of the podcast. Just what we talk about. But that might be the title of this episode. <laughs> you need to shut your cheesy beef bull face. I it's weird. It is weird. <laughs> it, I like how it goes as far as being like, yes, this, 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 this incredibly like weird thing someone said actually means he's making fun of poor rural people oh, i mean man. i think they're <laughs> largely like not to say his comment isn't toxic but it i do think he didn't intend it to make uh, classicism like type commentary at all <laughs> yeah <laughs> but i don't know I, I think that's that's a great that's a great term. I'm gonna start using it all the time. Cheesy beef bowl face, cheese cheese beef bowl face. God, <laughs> I really love the shortened version though. Cheese beef, you cheese beef. <laughs> quit, will you quit cheese beef and Marcus? God damn it! I got cheese uh, beef with this guy. <laughs> yeah. Don't we have cheese beef with the Shardy boys? Isn't that? I'm I dick cheese beef. Gross. Um chode beef. <laughs> um yeah, I I felt we had some sort of cheese beef with them. No. Yeah, there's something. There's there's certainly cheese. There's certainly beef. Um but I I, I think the cheese is made out of something else. I don't know. <laughs> From under um, cheese beef. Yeah. Yeah. God damn it. Oh. Um so we have um this, I the, I I don't know how to introduce this part of the podcast because I remember your messages to me about it were were very saddening, but there's there's a new Battletoads game coming out on August 20th. Well, I mean they did show this game before and it's never looked good to me but what the fuck can you just say that at the end of the day like this is not what we asked for how was this well okay even if this is not what we asked for or anything how was this not part of the xbox showcase why was it shown like a few days later there's there's that ashamed of it that's how i feel about it like I don't know. I I think they did it's, want this to go co- like come out under the radar because I know last time they showed it, people were mad. Un- and they're so I'm in they're so ashamed group. of it. <laughs> like I like I was willing to you know like put the art style aside. It's not the art style I would have ever gone with for this. It yeah, it feels no. too in the vein of like 
Ninja like Turtles. It's what, it's what the current Ninja Turtles looks like, but that's it works for the current Ninja Turtles because it had several iterations between like it eventually got there more organically. Yeah. But, and it works for Ninja Turtles because they still have the totally radical shit going on. But they like copied that over to here. Like, yeah, oh God, it just doesn't work. It's so cheesy and so corny and and not in a it doesn't feel good. And I don't know that it's like, I guess I'll let the game speak for itself here pretty soon. But yeah, and like in 15 days, but it's like, <laughs> I hope it's hard. Like, I don't I don't know. It, it just didn't look like a particularly the, the art style doesn't look mimetic of being like tough as nails. Now, granted, like I've been playing Cuphead and that's like the, you know, it, it's kind of ironic that it's like this hard as nails game, but it has this like art style that's you know, old rubber hose animation. So it's almost like running in opposition to itself. But yeah, Battletoads went with like a modern art aesthetic uh, for modern animation. And they just, they couldn't have missed the mark more than it, um, what it looks like. It looks like a flash animation game. It does. It does. Like, this looks like, like, like I said before, this is like Cartoon Network. This is like Adult Swim Game Studios quality of game. I'm just, I'm embarrassed. Coming from a first party Xbox studio. <laughs> like, I, and I don't know. I just, I feel like it's been in development for fucking ever. And, you know, it's been kind of in development hell, it seems like. And now we're finally, it's just, once again, Xbox didn't put this front and center in any capacity like yeah. and it wouldn't have killed them like the trailer for it's pretty short. It's about 45 seconds or something like that. Uh-huh. It's a pretty yeah, short it's trailer. Long. They could have shoved that anywhere in that Xbox showcase, but that like goes to show they're ashamed of it. But I, I feel that there have been a few games that has happened to where they're like, oh, like push this down somewhere and then the game ends up really good yeah. um i think doom kind of ended up that way the first the 2016 doom they were like hide it <laughs> and that yeah. game is like amazing so yeah because they were like super strict with like the review embargoes on that one too and then the game like everyone's like worried about it like yeah this game is gonna be like bad because it's like embargoed to all hell and then the game came out and like holy shit <laughs> Well, and it was in development hell. It had several issues. It went through several iterations before coming out and they showed it, you know, in a big way at one point. And then just later, they kind of like hit it and didn't really talk about it or show it for a while. And that's yeah. how I feel about this Battletoads in a way. And like, you know, I'm I'm just going to play it in a few days and then I'll have a real opinion on it. But just from a glance, they fucked it up. And maybe when I play it, I'll have a different tune. But from everything they've shown, all the promotional shit, they fucked it up. It kind of reminds me of the uh, Deep Silver when they were in charge of the marketing surrounding Mighty Number no. 9, and they did the, like, it'll be like a anime nerd on prom night or whatever the fuck they said. <laughs> like, <laughs> they, they just didn't understand. Like, you're basically making fun of the people that were buying this product. Now, I'm not saying Battletoads did that, but it's the same levels of cringe when it comes to just the humor that it's like 
just missing the mark entirely and not it's it's not how I pictured it at any point in time. Yeah, I, nope. I thought they would. I thought the way they should have gone uh, with this is get I, I, a I think it should have been 2.5 D. I don't really know why they went with a 2D art aesthetic, but, you know, whatever, like games have done that and been successful. But this didn't go like they went more cartoony and more child friendly and if you look at Battletoads and Battle Maniacs or uh the Battletoads arcade like that game's really like it's it's cartoon bloody but it is like pretty bloody <laughs> like when you're <laughs> smashing these rats into the ground and like yeah. blood's just spewing out of them you're like literally crushing their spines so and sh- shoving a fist up somebody's ass is what you're what you're doing and this art doesn't hearken to any of that. Nope, <laughs> not at all. This is like a kid's cartoon version of Battletoads. Yeah, and they're oddly like square and blocky, which, yeah. like I said, it's kind of like the current Ninja Turtles. But the once again, Ninja Turtles has been making shit this entire time and Battletoads has not. So, yeah. Maybe they should have gone with one of the other uh, Turtles iterations if they were going <laughs> to knock on any style. Yeah, right? <laughs> um, yeah. Do you have any final words to say on Battletoads? I'm just profoundly upset. I can imagine. <laughs> being being a Battletoads fan and being excited for a new Battletoads game for years, and then this is what we're going to get. Well, I mean, they've been teasing the shit forever. Like, Phil Spencer's is a, is a huge Battletoads fan. He's worn several Battletoad shirts. He's teased Battletoads. They've shoehorned Battletoad shit into so many rare titles yeah. over the years. And this is what we get. Didn't they even put it in Ready Player One? Yeah, there were Battletoads in Ready Player One. There was Battletoads 2012 boxes in... Uh, Banjo-Kazooie Nuts and Bolts. Like, there's been Battletoad stuff kind of like planned at least in one form or another for nigh a decade now, you know? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's it's a shame. Um, So the other week we talked about Beyond Good and Evil and now we have news that it's being made into a Netflix movie. <laughs> Netflix is well. Netflix has been scooping up so many video game things, and obviously, I think a lot of that's in response to how well Witcher performed. Like, yeah, I think that I think really so. caught them off guard. Yeah, I think, and Netflix is definitely they're they're in the uh, the business of throwing shit at a wall and hoping something sticks. Yeah, so, and I mean, who knows I, if I this is going to be any good or not? I don't know. I think Beyond Good and Evil lends itself to being a movie. But yeah. who knows? They, I mean, obviously we've seen video game adaptations go terribly wrong. So who fucking knows? <laughs> terribly, terribly wrong. Um, but let's see. But yeah, the news actually came like a single day after the Splinter Cell anime got um, announced. <laughs> but yeah, so that's that's coming. So I guess that's something possibly to look forward to. I don't know. Um, it's, it's hard to say. Um, 
In other non-Netflix news, uh, the rumored Atlantis area appears in Fortnite. So any of you that listen to the show that also play Fortnite, there you go. You you got Atlantis there. Um, Of our 20 listeners, I don't know how many of you play Fortnite, but, you know, it's news. So there you go. (laughs) Uh, China just tell its biggest gaming expo in person. So obviously they're not concerned about COVID anymore. Um, it's I'm sure that's gonna go well. So every everything else is canceled, but China's gaming expo went off without a hitch, I guess. And we'll be finding out all the COVID cases in a few weeks, I'm sure. <laughs> well, actually, we we won't be because they won't report the numbers. I forgot. Um. So Sega Akihabara Second Arcade, which is formerly known as Akihabara Gigo, is closing at the end of the month because 2020 sucks, uh, Kotaku says. So that's that's upsetting because I mean, you know, like that, like stuff like that is something I always wanted to like go to Japan and see someday, and now it's just like I just keep hearing that that whole area just keeps getting like smaller and smaller. Like people are. I think Japan is reaching the point where arcades are becoming less cool like they did over here. So maybe in 20 years that they're they'll be big again in the form of Japanese barcades. I don't know. I was wondering how this affects uh, Sega's cloud streaming platform or cloud gaming thing or what it was smog gaming mist gaming whatever the fuck they called it. Yeah, where they were going to like have like arc you could stream arcade games on the internet well, the, after the they arcades were y- closed using the arcade games to yeah do processing power for whatever gaming thing they're making yeah does this impact the processing power of that i'm not sure um let's see if they say anything in the article um let's see i don't know if it was in this specific arcade that they were doing that i guess so i don't see anything i just know that. it's it's obviously a sega arcade so yeah. as far as i knew it was just all sega arcade cabinets were gonna be part of that so yeah yeah um i guess we'll find out closer but mm, i don't know um transformers are coming to the world of warships for some reason so that's a weird tie-in but there you go uh does, does that have anything to do with the new show the i don't think show? so I don't think it does. Let me check if they have any artwork. Um, the Optimus Prime ship. Jeez. I mean, they they have they they have like the old style look, I guess. I mean, Bumblebee Bumblebee's got his weird devil horns on his face. I fucking and, hate Bumblebee. Um, Megatron looks like old school kind of Megatron. I liked Hot Rodimus Prime. Hot Rodimus Prime. Because <laughs> he was a prime. That's a prime. Bumblebee, um, he's not a prime. He's a nobody. So the Transformer ship skins. Oh, they're, so they're just skins and commanders. Um, they'll start showing up in World of Warships, planned for release in September. Um, <laughs> and then the article here says uh, they are exactly what meets the eye. <laughs> I guess they don't transform, so I mean they wouldn't. <laughs> um, this one I see. Transformers, they're what meets the eye. Trans. <laughs> I've been seeing this go around on Twitter a lot. 
Um, a lot of people were talking about this, but uh, so the Marvel's Avengers game, Spider-Man will be a PlayStation exclusive character. This made so many people mad. Yeah. But Which, what did they ex- like? I don't I don't. My question to people is, what would you prefer? It's either you get Spider-Man in there or you don't. Like yeah. that's and that's the thing is like if he wasn't gated behind a Sony exclusivity, he, he just wouldn't, wouldn't be, there, be in at there at all. So yeah. as mean, much as it yeah. sucks, like I'm like they own the Sony owns the Spider-Man IP. Like, yeah. What do I you mean, want them you to do? do? They're not going like, to let it go in the Xbox. I mean, that's just the bottom line. <laughs> like, what do you want? I know people are like, well, that's worse than even like game like timed exclusivity for games and i was like is it though it's what a single character now i know i know spider-man is by far the like most popular comic book character and most popular marvel character but yeah and that's why sony owns the ip (laughs) yeah but i'm like does that to me i'm like does that matter that much like you do people really care about Spider-Man that much that they like, are you going to buy this game just because Spider-Man's in it? Or were you going to buy it to play as all the other Avengers? Like, do you not like fucking like Tony Stark? You don't like you, what you don't like Iron Man. You don't like Captain America. You don't like Hulk. No, I want to play Spider-Man. Then buy it on Sony. That's, <laughs> that's why yeah. I'm like, you. I would think if you like Spider-Man that much, you probably are already going to play it on yeah. PlayStation. You're already you if you like already played Spider-Man. The, yeah, if you like Spider-Man that much, you already own the Spider-Man game on PlayStation. So you just buy it on PlayStation and there you call it good. There you go. Problem I, solved. I just I mean, I'm not a fan. Don't see, this is such a big deal. I, I'm just I'm, per, I'm not a fan of like exclusivity like that. I like everything I'm not being either, everywhere. But- but it is, it's, I mean, there's no, we don't have control over it. And it's not like, it's not like they, the developers are intentionally doing this. It's just that that's how it is because Sony owns the property. I, I just know a lot of people are like fucking Sony. And it's like, are, I don't see them as the bad guys in this. Cause once again, <laughs> it like, if, if they just, if they didn't do this, then there's just no Spider-Man in there. Period. Yeah. Yeah. It's, that's how it is (laughs) so it's like i will take some spider-man over no spider-man personally that's how i look at it i mean it's like the same thing as like when you um fuck what were the fighting games that had like master chief in it and soul um, caliber yeah i mean i guess not soul caliber didn't have master chief but they did the console exclusivity with like they had vader on the playstation 3 and yoda on the xbox they also had spawn on the xbox for yeah like wasn't there wasn't there uh, on the ps2 like kratos on the playstation version and yeah um, i mean he's been in i think he was in the psp soul caliber okay but yeah that's like they've guest characters have existed in games and even exclusivity i guess this seems more egregious to people because xbox doesn't have a character equivalency yeah that's like that's it's purely just, only because microsoft doesn't own a marvel ip all to themselves so i mean that's that's a deal that marvel made with sony a long time ago and sony has held that very closely i mean the, they they know it's a money printer so they're not gonna give it up yeah and i'm like sony's not just like spider-man isn't just exclusively like they don't 
own it strictly for the games reasons. They own it for movie reasons too. Yeah. They just so, they just own it outright. Like they own like they, like any like video games, movies, TVs, it's got to be Sony. I mean, no one else, I mean, unless they make some sort of deal where someone else can do something for however long like they're doing with Disney and and Marvel where they're saying, "Hey, we'll let you do this shit because it, we know it makes money too, so we're going to let you do it." <laughs> but um yeah, that's it's just the way things are, unfortunately. But yeah, just I feel the hate surrounding this is just uh, it, it's absurd to me because I mean, he's just a DLC character at the end of the day. So I'm like, yeah. once again, you need to weigh the game based on the merits sans the DLC. Yeah, and like, it's a, just a free DLC, too. It's not like you're going to have to pay for it or anything. So. Well, and I know at first there was also a lot of worries being like, there's going to be no crossplay because like you know which i was like why would there be no crossplay because what because people on playstation are going to be playing with spider-man and they're going to be <laughs> playing with xbox players who can't play a spider-man <laughs> yeah that's bullshit yeah it, it's just like I, I mean from my point of view i'm like wham wham once again like i just <laughs> assume because i'm like i just assume if you like spider-man enough you bought a playstation yeah exactly like, and I mean, if if you just so, if you so choose to play on PC or on Xbox, you know, just, you won't have Spider-Man. And, and at the end of the day, I personally don't see that as a huge, like, deal breaker. Yeah. But people obviously do. People care about characters, like, in a game where I assume all characters fundamentally are somewhat similar. Oh, yeah, for sure. I mean, Spider-Man can't be that different from, like, a Captain America, like. <laughs> or anybody else that's in there so i don't know that game like i'm probably gonna buy it just by virtue of i like superheroes even though it didn't when they showed it initially it didn't like debut very strongly but crystal dynamics is a good dev team and i've it seemed like when they first showed it and uh like review outlets played a very early rendition of it they were so hyper negative on it and now with the more current build of it people seem a lot more positive on it like quite substantially more positive on it so it, yeah, it sounds like maybe hearing. that game came a long way in a short period of time i don't know i i'm yeah. kind of if my friends buy it i'll play it with them because it's kind of destiny-esque in terms of like yeah you play as heroes and loot shit yeah like, I, I, I can get behind that <laughs> um Analog pocket pre-orders sell out immediately, leaving many disappointed. Yeah, Including Elijah Wood. Yep. <laughs> he was pretty bummed. Yeah, those things sold out immediately. I saw some people uh, ridiculing this as a, uh, like, basically being like, it's like an Apple product. It's like a hyper expensive Game Boy, which I'm, I'm like, you're not wrong, but it does more than just it like you can play other games that aren't strictly just game boy games yeah. on there. And it does have a dock like the, granted some of that stuff is extra, but it's like, it does yeah. have other components. Yeah. I would see that. I don't see anything bad with this at all. It's a, someone making their a company choosing to make a premium product and people are excited to buy it. It's, that's what it is. It's, I mean, it's it's kind of like a switch. They kind of just were like, what if Game Boy was a switch? Yeah, exactly. And that's kind of why I've been <laughs> eyeing one and I, I wanted one, but they sold out 
Like I clicked the link probably 10 minutes after it went up and it there was just ev- everything yeah. was sold out. Every single thing, wow. even the expansions and like cables that they sell, oh, wow. like every single thing for this was sold out. <laughs> what if the Game Boy was a switch, but you also had to pay for the dock? <laughs> <laughs> what if you had to pay for the dock, any cables to hook it up? like different ports on it. Yeah, it's it, it is crazy expensive. Like I don't don't get me wrong, but it does seem like a nice premium uh yeah. piece of hardware cuz I know but some every- people were like how is this different from buying a Raspberry Pi and oh, God, like making your own portable device and I was like you're implying that that's like the easiest thing to do oh, and God. like the, the thing is is people will willingly pay for somebody to build something like that for them. And it's like, you're telling me they could buy all those components and assemble that like the labor you would pay somebody to assemble those components would be less than $200. I don't, I don't think so. Look, raspberry pies, they're fun little toys. They're fun things for projects, but like these people every time it's like, well, why would you buy a fire stick when you could just buy a, a raspberry Pi and make your own and and buy a case for it that's 3D printed and it ultimately ends up costing more than a, a what you were going to buy in the first place because you have to buy all this extra shit and I, set I it up yourself. Tally up all the like parts cost and it was like in the vicinity of like $90 and it's like. Yeah. $90 and then once again if you don't want to assemble all that shit or do it on your own you're going to have to pay somebody to do the labor yeah. cost or like install you your own printer install so. your own operating system figure out Linux on your own if you're not familiar with that yeah it's so I was like it, I mean I have a, seems reasonable to me yeah $200 and it's like you you have like this nice screen you have this nice little package whereas a raspberry pi is just an emulator like you can well isn't the uh, isn't the case for that the casing i think it's metal i think it's aluminum i'm pretty sure yeah it's um a like a um what's that what's the term for machined aluminum yeah which is like it's just gonna have a more premium look and feel than something you probably unless you really went all out on building something but at that point you're going above and beyond and this is just like for 200 bucks i don't think it's i don't think they're ripping anybody off i i mean while that is that's an expensive thing to at the end of the day play game boy games or game boy advance games or what game gear games it can play all kinds of shit like it's an expensive piece of hardware to do that when emulating a lot of those games on a pc is just gonna cost you basically nothing but yeah I don't know. F- FPGA is very impressive. And that that's another thing. A lot of people with the Raspberry Pi thing, it's like Raspberry Pi, you're going to be running just like a run of the mill emulator and not to say those aren't good and haven't yeah. really like mastered uh, Game Boy games at this point. But FPGA is for those hardcores that really want the feel of putting a cartridge in and playing that specific cartridge. Like, <laughs> That's what that those yeah. are the people it's for. Yeah, exactly. And like honestly, like and it, it's the same thing with the Raspberry. Like, why would you buy a Fire Stick when you could just build one with a? You can build your own with a Raspberry Pi, or why would you build an arcade, or why would you build a PC for a, a main machine and in, in an arcade when you can just use a Raspberry Pi? It's like it's not always the same. Like it's just 
Why let people do what they want to do when they want to do a project and stop trying to push your goddamn raspberry pie on everybody. <laughs> if fine, if you want to do a raspberry pie project, that's great. Great. Do it. But not everybody wants to do that. I have two raspberry pies. Guess what? I don't do anything with them because they're a pain in the ass. <laughs> Actually, I, yeah, I really want to, I want to build a pie hole. That's the one thing I want to do. <laughs> I need to get a pie hole. You know what that is, right? You're familiar nope. with the pie hole? It's, I just like the name. <laughs> it's it's oh, it's great. It so basically, it's a software that um, it's it's like a it works as a network wide ad block on your home home network. Essentially, you just set your router, you set that up on your network, and you load it up with like block lists, and you can have it set to where it just updates new block lists on its own and then you set your router to you you set your router's dns to point to that device on your network and basically all traffic will get routed through that and it blocks all ads in existence and i need to build me one of these i just haven't done it yet <laughs> but yeah so if anyone out there you want to you want to block some ads <laughs> you build yourself a pie hole it's good shit. But yeah. <laughs> That's my thanks for coming to my TED talk. <laughs> um, hey, so Carrion's Carrion's switch icon is less horrible now. Um Yeah, it used to look like a goatsy. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> the goatsy maybe more gross somehow, but <laughs> I don't know. Yeah, they changed it. <laughs> so there you go. That was that's kind of horrifying. I mean, Goatsy is almost nearly naturally occurring at this point. You can find it everywhere. Um, Fall Guys servers can't keep up, keep up with launch day popularity, so they had servers crashing left and right because this game. No just one kind anticipated of, how yeah. big this would be. Yeah, it turns out it's a lot of fun. I I need to download and play this. Like you you were just saying that you downloaded it. And play I'm planning it, and, and, to play it tomorrow. Yeah, and I got I got to play this game. Um, Hellboy is being turned into a second tabletop RPG, uh, based oh. on D and D Fifth Edition. <laughs> it's coming to Kickstarter later this summer. You can spend another four hundred dollars on a thing you'll never get. No, don't want to. <laughs> I don't think we talked about that on the podcast yet. <laughs> we'll have to talk about that later. Um. Uh, the co-creator of the computer mouse has died. Bill English, RIP, um, a true, a true icon of PC master race. (laughs) We told you not to say that. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, we can't say master anymore. It's racist. (laughs) Um, cause the implication of a master race implies that there's a slave race. (laughs) The that's no that's secondary race it's secondary remember like i primary that's why they need to the change primary to the, second. The pc primary race i can't even be race though it's got to be like pc primary uh, uh players <laughs> it's pc pp that's that's it it's pc pp that kind of sounds it's like gross. drugs <laughs> p the the pc primary players um yeah <laughs> uh activision blizzard boasts uh record results while employees protest pay inequity you know our yeah this is our activision blizzard 
They're what? Our third favorite punching bag. Our first being Ninja. Our second. <laughs> I was going to say, I think Activision's first, and then you said Ninja, and I was like, you know, yeah, 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 yeah then, Ninja is my number one punching bag. And then, and then number two is Konami, and number three, Activision Blizzard. <laughs> you know what they say, you always punch up, and we're, boy, we're punching up. <laughs> um... Yeah, so they boasted record results for Q2 2020 in an earnings report. Um, so where is the reports? Okay, so I, I, I'm just waiting for someone to do the like Chris Crocker thing and be like, leave Ninja alone. <laughs> it's probably out there somewhere, but uh uh, Bloomberg, according to re- Bloomberg News, an employee at Activision's uh, subsidiary Blizzard Entertainment created a spreadsheet on Friday in response to results of an internal study on pay disparity. Dozens of fellow workers would eventually contribute salaries and pay increases to the document, which largely indicated that raises fell well below expectations set by the study. Um so while producers and engineers at Blizzard can reach six-figure salaries, uh, the, the report continues employees in quality insurance and cons- customer service often barely surpass minimum wage. Internal messages from 2018 indicate that some workers were struggling to stay afloat at their current pay level, sharing cost-cutting tips like skipping meals and using the company's free coffee to suppress hunger. A longtime employee told Bloomberg that they are now making less than they did nearly 10 years ago due to a paltry raises and changes in overtime hours. God, that fucking sucks. That's terrible. I mean, that's just more fuel to the fire of why gaming game developers need to unionize because this this shit is bull. This bullshit. <laughs> I mean, for a company like Activision Blizzard, which has more than enough to yeah, pay its well, yeah, and like, like like with this too, earning record record setting numbers. Um, let's see, their well, net just revenue the is people at the top are making like almost billions. <laughs> yeah, so their net revenue is up five hundred million dollars for the for for their second quarter here. Um. And their their last one was uh yeah so that that's five up five hundred million dollars from second quarter last year, and I mean this is comes after like in twenty eighteen they laid off eight percent of their staff and I mean they 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 laid off people like relatively recently too, um then then Bobby Kotick made thirty three million dollars in twenty sixteen. Uh, and then he had multiple overlapping award provisions that amounted to $96.5 million in bonuses over the last four years, more than the total pay of any other CEO in the gaming industry. Bobby needs to take his money, and, take a uh, couple steps back, shove it and up his fuck ass. his own face with it. Yeah. <laughs> God, what is that from? I know I've heard that before. <laughs> Tropic Thunder. Okay, yeah, okay. Yep. That's the that's um the the Tom fucking God, now I'm not calling Tom Cruise. Yeah, that's the Tom Cruise quote, right? Yeah, well, somewhat I altered it a little bit, but yeah, yeah he's <laughs> like politely take a few steps back and fuck your own face. But yeah, he needs to do it with his with money. His mu- with his money. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, so 
Yeah, they laid off 800 employees in 2019. And let's... Some employees making less than 40000 a year while living in high-cost areas in Southern California. Yeah, so not, not great situation for people working at Activision Blizzard. I mean, even after like that puff piece they put out not too long ago where they're like, hey, look at all the great things Bobby Kotick is doing. He, has a, they, he gave everyone his cell phone number for everyone working at home. Yeah, so they look, can call him and tell him to go fuck himself. Yeah. <laughs> They can call him and ask him for like in a fraction of his millions of dollars. Could you give me like five dollars so I can go get some goddamn McDonald's? Some of the let's see this Kotaku article closes out here with this paragraph. Even if you ignore the material conditions of the people behind your favorite games, the current ecosystem of game development is still untenable from a pure consumer perspective. What happens when developers finally get tired of the treatment and pursue more lucrative opportunities elsewhere? What happens when junior creatives see what their predecessors endured and forego entering the game development altogether? The industry grows weaker with every worker who grows disillusioned with the idea of creating games for a living. Bobby Kotick didn't make your favorite Call of Duty. He didn't spend nights and weekends fine <clears throat> fine tuning the World of Warcraft raid you and your friends finally conquered after hours of trial and error. So why does one person get to overwhelmingly reap the benefits of that hard work? Yep. I mean, <laughs> it's not great. It's not a good situation. Because I, don't like it. I delegated. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's delegation. Um. Oh, hey, there's some news about our favorite punching bag. He's back. Ninja's back. He came crawling back to to Twitch. He's streaming on Twitch. The Blevs is back on Twitch. Does anybody care about him? Is uh, anybody back watching him? Let's see. Ninety five thousand viewers. Night, so bad. about a hundred thousand people. That's like probably more than double he ever got on Mixer. <laughs> That's embarrassing. <laughs> and he wasn't getting much better on YouTube either, apparently. Um I think his time's coming to an end. I think the Bloods era is screeching to a halt. It's screeching to a halt. Do, I you hope got he that link I some sent, of that money. You sent that link you saw that link I sent you, right? He did a he did a Udemy course on how to how to grow a, a twitch fan base yeah yeah how to be a streamer yeah you know because it you know his his thing had nothing to do with drake yeah right <laughs> i mean that's like that's like the whole like that that meme that always gets passed around where it's how to draw an owl and it's like first you draw some circles and then step two draw the rest of the fucking owl and the rest of the fucking owl is just having drake show up on your stream yeah, but you know, many people have been like, he was very popular before that happened. And I was like, I'm not saying he's not. Nobody talked about that, him before that, really. I was like, that that took him from like pr like probably middle middle to upper tier to blowing through the fucking stratosphere. Yeah. You know how many times I heard the word ninja in, res in, in, in response to him on the Giant Bomb podcast? Exactly zero times until Drake was on his stream. Yeah. I mean, I've been listening to them for years, so, <laughs> um, I mean, so like if it is in their news, then I mean, obviously it's a lot bigger. Yeah. So, so yeah, he is, his stream apparently was a last minute decision. Obviously he's, he's not in any group. He's not in any exclusivity agreements anywhere. I mean, he got paid out his millions from the mixer 
contract. And uh, he's a what we we what we call in the sports industry a free agent. A cuck. Yeah. Oh, God damn it, Marcus. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, that too. I'm terrible no. at this finishing people's sentences <laughs> thing. <laughs> yeah, but. Well, I guess he wasn't. He he got his first YouTube stream had over a hundred thousand people, but I mean, I can't imagine it was. It those stayed are cock that numbers. Way. You got to get those numbers up. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, I wish I could get those numbers anywhere. <laughs> <laughs> oh, hey! Uh, last week we talked about the U.S. Army leaving Twitch. They they retreated from Twitch. Well, they're back and they're unbanning people for now. <laughs> So the army's back and they're stronger than ever. They're yeah. back with a vengeance. They're back. They brought a tank. They brought reinforcements. They brought a Hulk. <laughs> God damn it. <laughs> yeah. So they they're back and they, uh, let's see. Yeah. They got, they got chastised for banning people asking about war crimes <laughs> and hosting sketchy giveaways. But, we're giving away one free membership to the military. Yay. <laughs> yeah. But apparently there's um a measure that was that failed to get passed to forbid the military from pouring funds into recruiting on platforms like Twitch. But that yeah, so that failed, so they're still allowed to reuse Twitch as a recruitment platform, which I think is weird. Um but that ties in with our question of the week this week, so <laughs> Just wait, wait till that episode, the next episode, that's going to be good. Um, let's see what else. We have a couple more articles here. Do you got anything else to add before I get to this last? No, I th- well, you didn't cover the PlayStation uh, state of play. That oh, that's today. right. Shit. PlayStation state of play. I was so focused on the Nintendo numbers, I completely forgot about the state of play. <laughs> they were crazy numbers. Um... So August 2020, stay to play. Let's see what we got here. So Temtem's coming to PlayStation 5 in 2021. If you're excited for Pokemon clones. Yeah, if you want uh, like an online Pokemon clone on your PlayStation 5, then there you go. Um, Godfall, was it, was it announced or is it just? There's just more Godfall stuff. Okay. They showed more of that game. They didn't compile this list very well, so I'm trying to like figure out like what's new and what's just updated. It wasn't a lot. It, it was more it, it, for the most part. It was just fleshing out some stuff. Oh, hey, Auto Chess it, is coming out on October fourth. Yeah, like stuff like that, and like Temtem, because though like Temtem already like is in early access on PC anyway. Um, so it's it was kind of like that in Auto Chess. It's like they already at least exist on PC. But they're just coming to like PlayStation in some capacity. So this this name here for this game keeps is driving me crazy. Um, anu, anu mutationem. And every time I think of the word anu, obviously I'm thinking of the Ubisoft anu series. And this is not that. It's a it's like cyberpunk game, huh? Cyberpunk. It's a it's a not cyber it's a not it's a cyberpunk not cyberpunk game. It's cyberpunk but it's not cyberpunk. If you if you get if you cyberpunk. get my drift. 
Um, so it's got Keanu Reeves in it. That's uh, what you're saying. No, it's not that one. It's it's not cyberpunk. <laughs> it's cyberpunk. Well, we just but had it's a not, misunderstanding. It's cyberpunk, <laughs> but it's not cyberpunk. Oh, we just had a huge misunderstanding. <laughs> uh, Braid Anniversary Edition for PlayStation 4 and PlayStation yeah, 5. Fuck yeah. Um, I might have to I'm get excited that. excited for that. Um, Braid. Vader Immortal Star Wars VR series. Braid was the, like... I mean, it was kind of a, it was in the, like, like the early, period, yeah, the early age of indies. Indie. Like, so like you got Braid, you got your World of Goo, Super um, Meat Boy, yep, Super Meat uh, Boy, Bastion, like all those kind of came out around the same period. And yeah, Braid kicked a lot of ass. Fez, yeah. I think is in that yep, category Fez. as well. Yeah. It's like there, there was kind of a big rise of all those and. But man, Braid was like the first one I played out of that kind of batch of things. And it's uh, it it it's the game that made me a, an indie fan <laughs> that for me, it was World of Goo. That was mine. That was mine of that bunch. Like played that first. It's good times. Um, Hitman 3 is getting PSVR support. That's cool. Um... New inverted mode, playable characters and more revealed for Crash Bandicoot 4. It's about time. You can play as Dingo Dial. Nice. Um, all signs point to the pedestrian. Yeah, that's where you play as the weird, like, crossing man. Oh, I see. So it's... Oh, okay, yeah. I'm, you're yeah, like, they've shown that like game a, weird, a few times. Yeah, it's like that weird puzzle. You're, like, playing on street signs yeah you're the the crossing man <laughs> um i think i is that it? i think that's it bugs oh, no bug there snacks. was spelunky too there was some more bug snacks Where there the, were there was a couple of games you completely glossed over oh a aeon must die yeah the uh sequel to romeo must die the movie no i'm kidding <laughs> genshin impact what was it what was one you just said the first one, Spelunky two. So I'm looking at the PlayStation blog, and they don't even say Spelunky two on this. Well, that is depressing. <laughs> like I'm blog.playstation.com. I don't see Spelunky two on this list for their state of play August 2020. All the announcements. <laughs> yeah, they're doing. That is, you said Hitman three yep. uh, to include PSVR, but they're also doing the entire Hitman trilogy. Um, Braid Anniversary, The Pathless, which looks like it. The Pathless looks kind of like a uh, um, uh, Breath of the Wild clone. Uh, Spelunky 2, which I mean, that Spelunky 2 is some big news. That's out September 15th, so that's coming yep. soon. Uh, Genshin Impact, which it looks like a anime kind of game. Uh, probably a JRPG of some kind. Aeon Must Die, which is like a mech game of some kind. It, it looks like a 2D side-scrolling mech game. I know it's like Evangelion-influenced. Uh, uh, that Anno thing. Anno yeah. Muta... Mutonium? Anno Mut... I think it's like mute, Mutation... Mutate... Mute... Uh, mutation them. <laughs> Because it's yeah, mutation, it's, uh, it's 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 the word mutation, but then em at the end, mutationum. It's got to be anno mutation mutationum. Yeah, that's weird. Um, <laughs> but uh, bug snacks, 
that game looks cool. Vader Immortal PSVR, so that Darth Vader game. That's apparently pretty cool. Um, let's see. C- Control DLC coming out August 27th. That's that uh, quote-unquote Alan Wake thing. Oh, okay. Auto Chest out October 31st. The Pedestrian out January 2021. Um, Hood and Outlaw... Hood Outlaws and Legends. That's a weird. That's a word salad name. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I don't. I don't know what that game is. Temtem, Godfall with Godfall reconfirming no microtransactions. Eh, how about that? Hey, there you go. And the same for Crash Bandicoot. Speaking of uh, the Activision, that's a giant big old piece of shit. And it's like, is it no active? Is it no? microtransactions at launch huh is that what it is are they gonna do the whole crash bandicoot racing thing where they patch in that shit later (laughs) maybe yeah it says crash bandicoot 4 has skins no microtransactions reconfirmed they they, they're really like no no there's no microtransactions um so next we have uh doom eternal and elder scrolls online are getting next generation ports has it, have they announced? I don't think they've announced if Skyrim's coming to next gen yet. Right? It's got it's got to be coming, right? There has to be a Skyrim PlayStation Five. I it's inevitable, I'm sure. <laughs> like I'm surprised it hasn't been announced already. But yeah, Doom Eternal and the Elder Scrolls Online are coming to you Series X and PlayStation Five sometime in the future. So that's something to look forward to. Um, Fall Guys players are already unlocking an achievement that developers thought was impossible. <laughs> why did, why was it an achievement if you would, if it was impossible? That's that's bullshit. <laughs> you are you like are they trying to make sure people can't platinum the game? That sounds like it's against Sony I TOS. <laughs> um, I don't yeah. know. Xbox has zero point achievements, so <laughs> <laughs> that's true. But I feel like. Xbox achievements aren't as prestigious as getting a platinum on PlayStation. It, you know, I do, uh, I'm not gonna take sides here, but it isn't. <laughs> <laughs> I like I, I've never really found myself caring all that much about Xbox achievements. I mean, even now, like they have like the whole like reward system, and it's like yeah. So now I have like points that I can use to get stuff. I think, but I don't fuck i don't know what am i gonna do like i just i'm here to play games i don't care about these points never have no you gotta care about the points that's the game within the game if you were a sociopath like michael jordan you would know what i'm talking no about. that's just frog fractions nine no no that's <laughs> the michael jordan of games the michael jordan of games you gotta care about the points you gotta care about the game within the game he was so good at the game that he had to make up another game that he was playing because <laughs> he already won basketball. Already did it. Couldn't He couldn't get better at basketball. <laughs> <laughs> so let's see what this impossible achievement was. Uh, it's the Jordan achievement. <laughs> so Fall Guys contains an achievement or trophy on PlayStation 4 called Infallible. To earn it, you've got to win five matches in a row. Prior to the Battle Royale parties game launch, led developer Joe Walsh said in Reddit MA that he thought one of the game's achievements was so insanely hard, I don't think anyone will ever unlock it. Um, so everyone is assuming that that he's referring to Infallible. Um, 
And let's see. The studio confirmed that that is the achievement they thought was impossible. But yeah, people like within 24 hours, people were getting that achievement. (laughs) So not impossible. So I guess as of the time of this article, 33 players have managed that uh, managed to get on the PlayStation 4. But nobody, nobody on PC has gotten that achievement yet. So, huh? I mean, obviously, yeah, so there's going to be more players on the PS4 because yeah. it's a free PS Plus yeah. game currently. Yeah, but so much for that PCPP, right? That's <laughs> why <laughs> so I, I should start calling. <laughs> I really should. I shouldn't. I I feel like I should. Our primary boys. <laughs> primary boys. <laughs> I, I feel like I shouldn't rag on PC as much, especially with like my us being like pro esports, I guess. But god damn it. It's, it's just so hard sometimes. Um, hey, I'm just I'm only down on the attitude. You want to play games on PC, you go play the games on PC as best you can. Yeah, I've always yeah, just play whatever you like playing on and that's cool with me. Um as long as just don't be a piece of yeah. shit. Well, I was going to say as long as it's not a Neo G. No. <laughs> no. Um, well, that's that's all I got. That's it. That's a that's that's a cast. That's a cast. That's my favorite way to end the cast. It's a cast. Well, you know, my favorite way is to uh, first shout out all of our uh, social medias, Facebook, Instagram and Twitter. Go follow us on all of that. If you like the show. Give us a review on Apple and Podchaser. Give it those five stars. If you enjoy the show, please share us with your friends and family and your dog. Um, we're on. We're on. Like you can. You can listen to us on Alexa. You can listen. Listen to us on Google if you have like one of those. Uh, yeah, there's a whole lot of a lot of places you can listen to this podcast. Uh, put it on for your dog when you leave the house. I'm sure they'll love our soothing voices and our yelling and your screaming. soothing voice. My Telling everybody to go fuck themselves. Yeah, that, yeah, that, and um, and make sure you check out our website lga.gg and join our. We don't have the link set up for it, but join our gilded. You can find that on Twitter, and make sure you enter that contest. Win that into the win that fifty dollar. I heard gilded's for cucks. No, no. <laughs> <laughs> Marcus, we're part. We're a partnered server on Gilded. You can't say that. Oh, jeez. Oh, God. <laughs> Are you saying we're cucks, Marcus? No, no, that's not what I'm saying. At all. <laughs> oh, God. Oh, well, there, there goes that. There goes that. That's all down in flames. No, <laughs> no we love the guys over at Gilded. Um, we're we're helping to help them shape the future of that platform with our oh, feedback. Jesus. <laughs> um, and I fucked it up. Oh I'm god. So sorry. <laughs> um but yeah, go check check that out. And uh if you're if you are uh PCPP, make sure you enter that that giveaway so you can try to win that fifty dollar Steam gift code. So, so you can cuck it up. <laughs> god That's damn it, Marcus. <laughs> it's like it's your word of the day. <laughs> Well, you know how I like to end the podcast. Uh, Smoke them if you got them. God damn it. (laughs) God fucking damn it. (laughs) All right. Well, I'm going to put a bullet in this one. Kablooey. Peace. Peace.